Folks, we here at Super Cinema love comic book movies, but you know what we love that much more? Comic books. That's right, and that's why Nikki and I sit down once a month to talk about the comic books that we have been reading and the comic books that we're recommending to you. Folks, I'm your Dungeon Master, Ben Hamlin, and I'm joined as always by... I realize what I said. I'm a host. Other Dungeon Master, Nikki Boylan. Nikki, you awaken a dark and mysterious area with no idea who you are, where you are, what surrounds you. All you see... Uh, <clears throat> sorry, um, folks. I would like to, to roll an attack roll to hit the DM. All right, let's just uh, let me just pull up my digital dice app and see if I deserve that. <laughs> what you mean you well, don't I have dice with you wherever you go? Actually, I do within arm's reach. There you go. You missed. I I was supposed to roll. I have a very high AC on account of the fact that I am uh, a rotunder gentleman. Um. <laughs> Any, this joke sucks. Wouldn't that make you easier to hit? <laughs> Folks, we're here to talk about comic books and technically only comic books. <laughs> uh, Nikki, what have you been reading? Um, I picked up Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for the first time ever. You, you did, that's right. We were talking a little bit before the show, and it sounds like you have never even seen the movie. Nope. Uh, which is totally uh, understandable. I, I, I didn't mean that to come across in a gatekeepy sense. But, like, folks, this is truly your first experience with the story. Yes, yes, it is. I know nothing about it. Uh, and then I have been reading the uh, the kind of older Oni Press book, The Damned. Uh, Nikki, shall I go first? Yes, go for it. So, The Damned is a, a very interesting book to me. Uh, this is written by Cullen Bunn with art by Brian Hurt. Uh, this is a kind of... Um, Oh, you know what? I don't have the date of publication offhand, uh, but this is a very uh, late 2000s era Oni Press book. Uh, it is set during Prohibition, and it is about a a, a gentleman who has made uh, a few more deals with devils than he probably should have. Well, I guess any more than one is probably more than you should make with uh, a devil. Uh, but sorry, we just got booze from the other room. Johnny Ronaldo back here a month later. Uh... <laughs> Still, wow, he's still there? Now. He's still there, even though it's been a full month. Uh, yeah, But yeah, it is a Prohibition-era noir story, which is obviously the best environment for noir. Uh, although certainly neo-noir exists, that classic shit is really just the way to go. Uh, it is a very... How do I phrase this? The art is very scratchy. There is a certain quality to it that screams kind of uh, late 2000s uh, indie comic. Um... It, it is a it is one of the books that kind of got me or rather it is from the creative team that got me back kind of into comics again when I started like buying digital and everything and I wasn't just going off of like old 60s issues that I happened to have mm -hmm. um, because I am familiar with uh, Cullen Bunn and Brian Hurt's other book The Sixth Gun which is a uh, really high concept uh, western uh, from the, the same team as I just said uh, in which they are hunting down uh, the six guns of the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, more on that some other time. I will undoubtedly be talking about the sixth gun again. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a this is a, a very gritty noir story involving uh, demons and devils and all that jazz. Um, all of which wear very nicely tailored suits and uh, sacrifice goats to bring about the end of the world. Um, but it's noir. So, you know, it's a dark and stormy night, and the smell of brimstone filled the air. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it's, got a, it's got cool visuals, it's, it's got a cool premise, 
Uh, again, the, the art feels a little throwbacky in a way that I really appreciate. I wish I could think of more books that I, I could compare this to. Uh, the plot right now is a, a little a little heavy because it's it's the kind of opening, I mean it's the opening of a noir story. So there's a lot of like, yeah, Santino said they ain't gonna pull that off. You know, there's like a lot of details that are meant to be alluding to stuff that we would know if we were part of that world, but I'm sure will be slowly revealed to us over time. Um, yeah, and it's got a cool premise and a, and a compelling main character, which is a rarity for for noir since noir leads are typically uh ciphers for other things you know they they don't they quite literally are just like you know it's a dark and stormy night and dames man that's how they be yeah you know there's not typically a ton of depth to your standard noir character but i i find myself rooting for this guy already just due to his craftiness that's good and the fact that he's been dead multiple times already hmm and uh and that's that's not a spoiler because that's revealed in the opening pages when uh a bunch of mafiosos attempt to uh, bury him in a graveyard, and someone, uh, he, in, by the way, of course, he's dead in this situation, and someone touches his exposed uh, uh, wrist skin and then immediately drops dead themselves, and then he jolts back to life. Oh. Uh, so don't touch his dead body, I guess. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's really clever, and he uses that to great effect when... Um, well, I guess this is only maybe the end of issue two or so, but um, the devils attempt to summon like a giant uh, demonic beast uh, to hunt him down and fight him, um, and it does, and it like smashes him into the side of a you know a warehouse, uh, you know, at a seedy dock in New York, nineteen thirty, um, and you know beats the shit out of him, um, and he dies, and then it punches him one more time, and it dies, and he comes back to life. <laughs> Because it technically touched his dead corpse. Wow. Which means it, it jolted back to life. Or, excuse me, he jolted back to life. So, yeah. Uh, yeah really clever book. It's got a, a clever set of rules to it that are, are, are not quite uh, explained yet. Um, I do not know the fate of the damned book. I can only imagine that it was that, that it has ended in the last ten years. So I look forward to reading it to completion. Uh, Nikki, let's talk about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Yeah, and all his and all those seven evil exes, which are not his evil exes. No, they're but you know what I meant. Ramona's evil exes. Um, so I picked up Scott Pilgrim for the first time ever, um, knowing nothing about it besides that the main character's name is Scott and there's someone in it whose name is Ramona. I know going into it that there are seven evil exes that he has to fight Ramona's seven evil exes. That's it. I didn't know how. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so I picked up this book. And I open it. And the very first line is, Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, let's turn the page. Um, he's 23. And dating a 17-year-old. Cool. Yep. Yeah, we try to ignore that. Um, weird. Okay, so this is uh, by Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, it takes place in t Toronto, Canada. It sure does. Did not know. Uh, did not know that. Oh, gosh. Sorry. I mean, I, I really don't want to sound like a gatekeepy asshole, but like... 
as this is your first uh, experience with the book, yeah, it's delightful, all the fun little details you're about to find out. Yeah, so... Um, about uh, Toronto, Canada. Yeah, so everyone listening to this is listening to me experiencing Scott Pilgrim for the first time. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I promise it's not coming from a gatekeeping standpoint. It's really just the, the premise of like, oh gosh, someone gets to experience this for the first time. Yeah, Brendan owns all the books, and he loves Scott Pilgrim. So uh, The book, presumably, not the person. Yes, the book. Because that is the Scott Pilgrim test, is you need to be able to, t- you know, you need to be able to recognize that that guy is not a good guy. <laughs> he's not. He's garbage. Um, so he's in a band and dating a high schooler whose name is Knives. Knives Chow. Knives Chow. And, uh... I, the one thing is that this art style lends itself really well to the moments of comedy in the book. Like, there's one, there's one panel where he, where he finds out, he finds out that Ramona, who has been skating through his dreams, and then he finds her in real life, and suddenly decides he's in love with her, uh, with his manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. Um, finds out that she works for Amazon. And he's like, okay. Amazon.ca. Amazon.ca. So I need to get to Amazon.ca. And he turns to Wallace, his roommate, and goes, what's the web address for that? And the panel of Wallace's reaction as he stares at him with, like, circles under his eyes like he cannot believe what was just said. God's got some moron. (laughs) And it was, uh, yeah, here it is. I found it. It's like, hey, Amazon.ca, that's the online bookstore or whatever, right? Yep. What's the website for that? Dot, 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 dot. Amazon.ca. <laughs> cool thing. Can we talk about how... Can we talk about how throwback the concept of that online book website? Yeah. When was this? That is not what Amazon is anymore. <laughs> so this is by... Oh, this is by Oni Press as well. Get represented. Movie came out in 2010, so the book must have been 2006 at least. Uh, July 2004. Ah, oh, woof. Oh, hey, uh, happy 15-year anniversary to Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, hey, how about that? Um, yeah, 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 wow, oof, throwback. Amazon.com is not a book website anymore. It is an everything website. <laughs> yeah, it even owns Comixology now. But yeah, Scott Pilgrim yeah, is a garbage hey. person. And, uh, at the end of this volume, the first volume is the only one I've read, uh... Her first evil ex shows up, the one who has been sending him threatening emails and hand-delivered a letter in a snowstorm, uh, Matthew Patel. And, uh, so, let me again emphasize that I had no idea what I was in for going into this. Uh, there is no hint at all that Scott is, like, a professional fighter, apparently the best in the province. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're, like, going at it, like, actually punching and kicking and fighting each other. There's none of that before. So I was God, like... God, this is so... What the this fuck is This is so is exciting. <laughs> Truly, this is so exciting, watching you, one of my dearest friends, explore this world for the first time. Like, all of a sudden, there's, like... Everything's down to kind of down to earth. I mean, you have like the kind of mystical element of she appears in his dreams, 
Like, there's a highway through, literally through his dreams. Um, which to me means there's nothing in his head. So it's the quickest way between two points because there's nothing getting in the way. Uh, that apparently uh, he has uh, this Matthew has mystical powers uh, too and can summon demons. So there's like demons now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everything went from kind of normal to what the fuck really fast. Yeah. Really, the, the escalation of fantasy in that book is incredible. I think the base premise, I think even Brian Lee O'Malley said this in an interview, is that, like, what if someone played Street Fighter for so long that they could just do that? That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's powers are seemingly derived from one source or another, and for Scott, it is straight-up video games, which is why he is extremely good at, like, Street Fighter. Like, style, like, Hadoukens and shit. Yeah, and, like, the guy turns into coins, and he's apparently worth $2.10, which isn't even enough for the subway back home. Yep. It's just, it, it's absurdist video game logic, and, like, the book never takes a ton of time to explain that. It just, like, and it doesn't need to. It's just like, yeah, of course people explode into coins when they die, because that's how video games work. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah. This is like a video game. <sighs> but, yeah, he's garbage. Um, everyone is garbage in this book, pretty much. Yeah, that is the Scott Pilgrim test, and I've had to explain that to a number of people, is that, like, the protagonist is not a good guy. Because, you know, I mean, and the book attempts to reiterate that, like, hey, you know it's bad he's obsessed with her, right? It's also <laughs> bad that, A, he's dating a minor when he's 23. Mm-hmm. And B, he's cheating on her now, too. Yep. He's also emotionally vacant. Uh, he, he's just shitty. Yeah. He's killed people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a thing now, too. Um, yeah, he's not a good person. And that's the test. People are like, oh, yeah, I love Scott Pilgrim. I always have to, like, pause and go, the story or the person? Yeah, that's the test. Those are two different things. The only person that I care about is the drummer in his band. Kim. Yeah. Oh. Um. Hey, Nikki. What? You're gonna love Kim. Why? Just keep reading, bud. <laughs> Guess I have to now. Well, I have all just, of them, so keep, I don't just... have an excuse. So for next comic book special, I'll uh keep going on where I left off and like give little updates as to where I am in the story. Yes, I will ask you to to also read new books as well, but, like, please do keep us updated on your Scott Pilgrim progress. Um, as I intend to keep everyone updated on, on my Die and Assassination Nation progress as well. Oh, yeah, Assassination Nation. Yep, I, got, I picked up another three issues. Sweet. I want to borrow um, those when I get down there. Uh, from a distance, the faint words of Johnny Ronaldo, who is still here a month later, uh, just whispered, uh, seconded, Nikki will really like Kim. Really? Yep, Kim Pines. Just a gift to humanity. <laughs> just, okay. Just, Nikki, I'm I'm dead serious. I will start book clubbing this book with you because it's been maybe about five years since I read it all. Okay, good, because, like, I was really hoping that you weren't going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, Kim is garbage, too. I was going to be like, no, no, let me have one character I can like. Nikki, I would never say that about Kim Pine's Goddess of the Earth. 
Thank God I picked a good character. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Fuck it. I will, I will book club this with you. I, I have them on my computer. I will also, I will be reading along. Sweet. Uh, joint thread project. <laughs> Woo! All right, let's do it. Uh, and anything else you want to say about uh, Scott Pilgrim, or, or shall we wrap this one up? No, I think I'm good for now. All right, folks. Hey, this has been uh, the Comics Invasion, our monthly comic book special, where we talk about the comics that we know and love. I am Ben Hamlin. I've been your host. You can find me online at Ben C. Hamlin. That is B-E-N-C-H-A-M-L-I-N over on Twitter.com and Instagram. You can follow that, too. Nikki, where can people find you? And also, what's your name? Um, I'm Nikki. And you can find me at on Twitter at Byrogues. And you can find us both at Infinity Break 23 on any social media platform. That is the name of the studio that publishes this very show and all of our shows. Podcasts, webcomics, live streams, videos, and more are all available at infinitybreak.net, where we are telling stories our own way. You can check out all of our other work over there, including Nikki's Legends of Laia, Dungeons and Dragons streams, and my um, upcoming... Uh, well, I don't suppose it'll be a secret uh, anymore, but uh, go ahead and check uh, infinitybreak.net forward slash news. There will undoubtedly be a news post about a show that I have been working on with Nikki uh, that'll be coming out in the near future. Uh, so go ahead and look into that. Just a reminder that this show is only possible thanks to your donations on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak. Uh, since we have far surpassed the $50 a month level, we have been uh, doing these specials and... and I'm glad for it, because I get an excuse to read more comics and an excuse to talk to my friend Nikki. Yay. That being said, if you want more from us, we have a $150 tier that we are attempting to reach, which will allow us to do monthly one-shots in streaming format. And we are very excited about doing that in the near future. So once again, that's patreon.com forward slash infinity break. You can help this show and all of our shows by leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts and telling your friends and just spreading the word about infinity break and, uh, specifically, Comics Invasion. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you in one month's time for more comic books that you love. Bye.